Hello everyone, welcome back to Chibi and Chilled Anime Podcast, the podcast that talks all about all things anime, all things manga, anything that you're kind of thinking Japan related, it's about anime, it's about manga, I'm going to be talking about it on this podcast, so be sure to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. So I'm your host Ryan and I'm a massive anime and manga fan and I have been for many 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 years, since the 90s, since I was a kid and that fad has never truly ended. So a few things before we dive into today's episode. Down in the episode show notes you'll find links to my Etsy shop where you can find a bunch of anime themed goodies for you to shop and enjoy. So there's pin badges, there's stationery, there's keyrings and more. Whether you're a One Piece fan, a Jujutsu Kaisen fan, a Pokemon fan, a Mario fan or anything else, you'll find a goodie on the shop for you to check out. There's something for every anime and manga fan over there. The link is down in the footer in the show notes, so be sure to check out my Etsy shop, Chibiweeb merch on Etsy. If you're a gamer, much like me, then why not check out Razer? You can find a bunch of accessories from mouses, keyboards, headsets, mouse mats and more to the bigger stuff like gaming laptops and desktops. Over on Razer website, link down below, you can shop a whole host of gaming accessories from the chroma range which is all colourful which is my favourite stuff to more sleek black stuff including even their own merchandise, clothing, bags and accessories. There's something for everyone. The link is down below for you to check out and shop. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Chibi and Chilled Anime Podcast. This week a lot has happened, it's been a very busy week for me this week. Well, the past two weeks I would say Passed my driving test, finally, finally got that done, finally a milestone achieved, so super, super happy about that. On my Instagram, you'll see the One Piece Luffy uh, car air freshener that I've added to my car, so very excited, finally, finally able to just take myself off where I need to go, like a TK Maxx or, or it's TJ Maxx, isn't it, in America, or a Smith's to check out the Funko Pops, all that kind of stuff, so very excited and this week I've made a good little bit of progress on my anime watch list. I've managed to somehow really really make a dent in my watch list. I've completely caught up with solo leveling and oh my god I once I watched episode one of solo leveling this was an anime that is one of the latest ones to come out of of the lineup and one that got so much hype. This one, I'm sure you'll get understand the hype if you watched it, but wow, it is a really good episode. The last episode, 7.5, not 8, 7.5 was a recap episode, but you know, I'm, and some of the comments are like, oh, I can't believe there's a recap episode, seven episodes in, this isn't great. But you know, I think I'd prefer them to do something like that instead of kind of rush an episode out I'd much rather them take their time and tell a story and give us the same quality that they have been giving us but wow if you haven't checked that if you're a gamer definitely check this episode out the series out it is so so good and I love the kind of like it's got a very heavy game aesthetic to it game narrative to it but it's so so good and the animation is amazing and this week I've also managed over the past two weeks also managed to completely start and catch up to the Apothecary Diaries and that has been on my list since it very first got announced and I finally managed to 
catch up and watch it and that has turned into one of my absolute, absolute favourite anime. Like, it is so, so different and it's set in old Japan, which to me is an instant win. If an anime is set in, like, old-style Japan, I am so, so there for it. But the the apothecary, I can't even say it, I can't even say it, I'm so excited. The Apothecary Diaries is insanely good you need to check this out if you're an anime fan no matter what genre check it out it's slightly dark it's slightly cheeky it's a little bit rude in places it's so mysterious and it's so so gorgeous to look at honestly i cannot rave about this anime enough it's on episode 21 i believe at the minute and there's only 24 episodes of the first series so i i can only pray and hope that there is a season two of the Apothecary Diaries coming soon. I I already need to know now that more is coming when this ends because, wow, on, honestly, wow. But enough, enough about that kind of stuff. This episode is about Paprika, which is an anime movie that I will admit, before seeing it on my anime 2024 bucket list challenge that I've set myself, I've not heard of it. And... I've watched it, finally, and this episode, I'm going to be reviewing it, and, you know, there I'll share some hot takes, some review points, I'll share some basics about the film as well, if you're not, if you don't know it, much like I didn't know it before this challenge, and share some basic facts about it to see if it's up your street, whether it's something you want to check out, and why you should check it out, and maybe why you shouldn't if you don't want to. You can kind of make your own mind up whether you want to watch it or not. But let's take a look at Paprika, the film that has been kind of classed as one of the greatest anime films literally ever made. So let's start with some of the basics of the film, right? So it's called Paprika, I like the spice, and it was released in the early 2000s, 2006 to be specific, and it was produced by Madhouse, and some of you may have already kind of... uh reference that maybe you kind of heard of Madhouse. Madhouse is one of the biggest uh, production companies for anime and it makes One Punch Man, they made specifically season one, uh, Beyblade, Chobbits, Millennium Actress, they've made so many um, anime and it's one of the really really known uh, studios and it was directed by Satoshi Kon and he's not as well known as his kind of uh, counterparts such as uh, the Ghibli duo um, but he is known very well within Japan. Um, and the film is actually an adaptation of the novel of the same name, which was written by Yasutaka Tsuki. Sorry if I butchered that name, which was published in 1993 and then adapted into a manga by Reiji Hagawari, which helped to inspire the film that would kind of come a couple of years later after the manga, after they kind of see the popularity that this had. So the plot of the film is actually really different to what I thought it would be. Kind of taking a look at the photos, or some of the, specifically the poster for the the film, I got a very 70s vibe from it, and I don't know if that's the colours or the styling of kind of like the main character. It, it got a very, very, very kind of detective, almost 70s vibe, but it's very, very different to what I thought. So. Paprika tells the story of Dr. Atsuko Chiba, 
a psychiatrist who treats her patients with a device known as a DC Mini, which was invented by one of her co-workers, Dr. Uh, Dr. Toro Tokita. The film focuses on the ability of her or people being able to enter into dreams, exploring the blending of reality and fiction, so specifically blending their dreams with their actual reality. And the kind of, it presents dangerous situations, life-threatening encounters, and questions regarding identity, desire, and reality in of itself, and kind of the psyche of the person. Paprika is R-rated, because there are some scenes, well, specifically one scene, or one moment, that is a little bit, kind of, um... But I think, I don't know how to say it's kind of, when you look, when you look at the kind of Netflix, um, look like, it's not a warning, isn't it? Like the little statement against the rating, it says sexual violence, which put me off straight away. I was like, oh God, what the hell, what is this? But it's not, it's, it's not what you think, it's not the R word, it's not what you think it is. Um, but yeah, so it is R rated, um. I think it's a 15, I think the rating is. So it's not 18 or anything like that, but it is rated higher. So the kind of film in general, but with its plot, is a lot more tech-focused and a lot more futuristic than what you'd kind of think it would be. Based off of the poster and the kind of screenshots that I've seen, it gives me, when I was watching it, it immediately made me think of Ghost in the Shell. And it's not as futuristic as that. That's quite futuristic. But it gave me a very similar sense to that, and I have to say, I was not prepared for an anime from 2006 to look as glorious as this did. It is gorgeous to look at. I have to say, I was really, really surprised. When I think of anime from the 2000s, I don't think about anime that looks amazing. And maybe it's because when I think back, I immediately think of uh, One Piece or Digimon or Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I was much younger than I was like a kid. So I wasn't watching things like Paprika. But I am now. And I think that's kind of interesting to see what anime, peak anime like that, or more adult anime like this, looked like in 2006, which is really, really surprising. Um, And it's amazing. It is so good actually the film i think upon first watch it's complex it's kind of i did have a few moments where i was a bit okay so this is happening but then what's that character doing so who's this there was a few moments where i had a few questions and i needed to kind of really think about what was happening but visually visually it is gorgeous to look at and really really interesting to look at the main character is very very kind of plain looking if i'm honest when we think of like anime main characters there's usually something really really definitive about them and this one is so plain and that is quite contrast to the world that she's in and the main character in the kind of dream world that she kind of lives in or works in or both is very loud, very vibrant, very active, very, very busy and hectic. And she's kind of like the calm against all of that, which is really interesting to kind of look at. But 
the one thing you always see from the trailers and the poster is this parade. And there's this, I won't give too much away, but there's a parade of dreams that are slightly starting to merge and blend. And when you kind of look at it, it's really fun. And on the first couple of scenes, it's, whoa, this looks so cool. Very interesting. There's like walking Tory gates. There's frogs playing instruments. There's dolls. There's all this kind of stuff. And it looks amazing to kind of visually look at. It's really, really fun. And as the film kind of progresses, it kind of changes. And the tone changes of that parade. And it turns, it's not scary. It's not a scary film at all, really. But there are some things within the dream, dreams, and within the parade that make it dark and almost unsettling to look at, such as things like the dolls themselves, or one doll in particular because of the narrative that's around it, or the character around that doll, is very unsettling to kind of look at for a long period of time. And kind of how the dreams kind of blend and how the worlds are kind of reacting is really kind of not scary. It's kind of unnerving and interesting. It makes you feel that kind of way about something that looks so colourful and so... Something that should be so pleasant that doesn't actually feel pleasant. It's bizarre. But I think that is... I think that's... To be fair, I think that's testament to kind of the animation itself and assessment to something like this, an anime film, to have that kind of effect on you. But I think sometimes there are moments where you're so busy kind of looking at the bizarreness that's going on on the screen that sometimes it can take you out of what the narrative is of the film. There are some bits of the film, there are some kind of like um, side stories, right? So there's side character stories, there's a little bit of a romance one, there's kind of like a more, um, not sad, kind of family-related one. And sometimes I have to say that they those took me out of the main story a little bit. They kind of felt a little bit forced into there just to kind of fill some little bits in. However, they were warranted, I guess. There are some really cute little Easter eggs in there. The director is known for Tokyo Godfathers. And that is, again, very acclaimed. And that is also on my watch list. So that is also on there as well. So I'm actually, after watching this, I'm a little bit more hyped to watch that as well. Um, That's much more of a wintry anime, much more kind of festive, I think. So it's going to be a a little bit weird watching that in like summer or spring. But that's okay, it doesn't matter. Uh, But I'm a little bit more hyped after seeing the animation style for this and the story of this to watch the Tokyo Godfathers. But... In one of the scenes, I won't give too much away, but in one of the scenes, you see a poster for that film, and it's kind of like a, it's a little bit like breaking the fourth wall a little bit, you know, you know, it's kind of like, oh, not cross-promotion, but it's kind of cute to see that kind of Easter egg in a film, in his own film, it's really, really cute, I, I quite liked that, but I think this is a film that if you're, if you're like me, and this obviously came out when, when you're a kid like me, and you're thinking, you know, this is meant to be like a really acclaimed film and it's meant to be really, really strong, definitely check it out. Definitely, definitely give it a go. It's about an hour and a half, so it's not very long, but it is really interesting and it's a complex film. It's really interesting to look at and it's one that I think perfectly kind of encapsulates 
the anime kind of concept to people. Anime is is bizarre, and it is obviously very Japan. It is very bizarre, but it is very beautiful at the same time. And there are some uh, cross techniques in there. So things like there are standard animation kind of style, but then there's also like some of the parade has more of a CGI kind of style to it, but it's not off-putting. I know that sometimes can be a really uh, kind of touchy subject for the anime community when we see CGI and animation, but it's done so well. It is done so well. And I think it's like the perfect film to encapsulate anime with its fun overview, its techy kind of futuristic story which matches Japan perfectly. The parade that's fun but it's dark at the same time and I think Paprika is a film that to me from the poster and the original kind of artwork does not make me want to watch it and the very first scene of the film doesn't make me want to watch it and I think that's something it took me a a few minutes to kind of really kind of almost surrender to the film and kind of let myself kind of really get in there and kind of just succumb to the world a little bit and it wasn't until I saw the kind of parade for the first time that I really kind of delved into this anime and delved into this world but I'm really really glad I watched this. This wasn't one that I've heard of but it's one that has been I believe it's been remastered uh, for it to be shown on uh, Netflix and I believe earlier either last month in January or in December October time it was showcased at some film festivals because it's been remastered because now thanks to things like Netflix and all the streaming services fans like me and you that maybe wouldn't have watched this in 2006 because I would have been how much how old would I I think I would have been like 12 if that didn't watch this so it's nice to kind of watch it now and watch it now in a new kind of glorious kind of version that they created for us. So if like me, definitely do check this out. If if you're like me and doing a bucket list challenge, definitely add this to it. Definitely watch this film. It's really interesting to watch as a slightly older anime fan. I said that, I'm 29. As a slightly older anime fan, but definitely check it out. It's definitely interesting. It's not scary. Don't be scared of the R rating as well. There is one scene that is that is uh, classed for that rating, but it's interesting. Um, it's not what you think it is, so don't let that put you off. Um, it did put me off a little bit, but don't don't let it put you off. Definitely check this out. Paprika is out of ten. What would I give it? I would give it like an eight out of ten. It's very good. I don't know if I'd watch it again, I have to say, but I'm glad I've watched it at least once. I will be scratching this off my poster now, so very excited to have made a little bit more proper, like, scratch-off progress on there. Next on my watch list for my challenge, I think there's quite a few series, but it's quite a few films as well. There's things such as Evangelion that I do want to watch again, and there's Tokyo Godfathers, like I've already said, but there are things like I am rewatching Death Note, so I do want to try and kind of finish off some of the series that I'm currently watching. As I said, there are some anime that I'm watching that aren't actually on the poster. So things like Solo Leveling, the um that the Pothecary Diaries, ones that aren't on the list that I have I've added myself because I'm already watching them. Um 
as part of 2024. But yeah, I think my next one may be Tokyo Godfathers. I'm quite interested in filling out some of the movie ones on the list. I think they'll be the ones that I kind of gravitate towards. They, they almost feel a little bit like quick wins because I don't have to watch a full series. Um, because I need time to be able to rewatch a lot of them. Some of them, like Dragon Ball Super and Dragon Ball, are huge, huge series, and so is like Naruto Shippuden. Um, so I really need to kind of make some notes on them. But there are some really, really interesting ones. There's things such as there's a series called Erased, for example, or uh, Neo Tokyo that I really want to check out. So. Yeah, but I've got a full year to watch all of this, so very excited. I will film the little scratch-off of the poster and put that on my Instagram and TikTok, so definitely check that out, Um, see the progress. Yay, thank God I finally (laughs) made some actual full-on progress, proper progress, scratch-off progress on my poster. Definitely check out Paprika, the movie. It's on Netflix right now. Don't know how long it's going to be on there, so don't delay. Definitely check it out. You won't regret it. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Chibi and Chilled Anime Podcast. Thank you so much for every listen and download. It really does mean a lot to me. Thank you so, so much. From one week to another, thank you. Please do leave a rating and a review on the podcast platform that you're listening on this to. It really does support the show. It only takes a few seconds and it's free. I cannot ask. If I ask one thing of you, I'd ask that. Please do leave a rating and a review. Even if it's not great, please let me know. You know, it's even a bad one. Bad press is always, what. no, what's the saying? Any press is good press, I guess. Oh, that rhymed. So, so. A rating and review would be great. It really does support the show, so thank you so, so much for whatever Ruth can review you do leave. Sometimes finding a birthday card or an occasion card can be a boring task. However, I have some anime-themed cards on my thoughtful.co.uk creator profile, which is found in my links on social media. Over on Thoughtful, you'll find a bunch of anime-themed cards such as Studio Ghibli Happy Birthday cards and more with my range being updated regularly. Each card is processed by thoughtful.co.uk with shipping being fast, quick and efficient. You can shop my anime themed cards over on my Instagram with my links being over on there. Search Chibi Weeb Anime and you'll find me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. It really does mean a lot. Please do leave a rating and a review down below. It really does support the show and it's free to do. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next Friday. Have a great weekend. If you're a subscriber or if you're thinking of subscribing or starting the free trial on Apple Podcasts, I'll see you on Sunday for the next episode of the Chibi Peace exclusive Apple Podcast exclusive episode on Sunday. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.